0: hey everybody so today i'm having a conversation with the hip-hop artist DaBaby. baby there was a point when DaBaby baby was literally the face of hip-hop one of the biggest artists in the world he conquered all of the hip-hop stages and all the way to the grammys he was killing it until one day he made statements at the rolling loud festival which many people deemed extremely homophobic and everything in his career changed the
1: baby is one of the hottest rappers in the game but after making some wild comments during his rolling loud performance Major celebrities like Elton John and Quest Love have called him out, saying his actions are ignorant and homophobic. Baby is doubling down on his seemingly homophobic and disturbing remarks made on stage at Rolling Loud in Miami.
0: Now, since then, the baby has still been a performer, he's still been an artist, and many have asked the question has he learned, has he changed, and what has he learned or changed from that experience? Well, today, we're chatting to him about all of this. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card is issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Dr. Squatch. It's time to upgrade your personal care routine and Dr. Squatch has just the right stuff. With high-performing natural products and no harmful ingredients, they have what you need to look and smell your best. Like their coconut castaway bar soap, cool fresh aloe deodorant, or their fireside bourbon cologne. Plus, most scents are available across multiple products. So you can get a whole lineup of your favorite smell. And right now, they have an amazing offer for new customers. Get 20% off your first purchase of any amount or a subscription order by going to drsquatch.com trevor, or use the code trevor at checkout. what's going on happy podcast day everybody how you doing good how are you i'm fantastic me and mandem's having a great time blood. (laughs) can i tell you something i think i'm gonna move to london yeah i'm having the time of my life i just love it
2: what part are you staying in
0: all of it blood all of it (laughs) i got bare mans in it so i've been riding i've been riding the the tube to my shows um which you know what's strange is like everyone in in London tells you to ride the tube, but then when you ride the tube, everyone asks you why you're riding the tube, which is a very yeah. strange thing. Literally, I'm I'm on the train every single day going to my show, and then people are like, "What are you doing here? What are you doing riding the tube?" And you're like, "Well, it's the fastest way." Yeah, but I didn't expect you to be riding the tube. Oh, that's so strange. So, oh, what are, you, what are you doing here? And then one guy's with me on the escalators coming up from the the underground, and he goes. Yo, Trev, I thought they gave you more money than to ride the subway, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. It's been it's been fun. You know, I um so I was in Ireland for a day. Uh I love the Irish man. They just have like a I don't know what it is. They they have a a thing that connects them to us as South Africans. Oppression. Oppression and colonization.
2: You see, I wasn't <laughs> going to say it, that, Christiana. I was looking is. for
0: something more. I love awesome. the
2: Irish, but they've suffered. So that's why we get on. I like the Irish too.
0: Scotland and Ireland, I feel like it's a full, they feel like 100% my people who just live somewhere else. That's how I feel. Mm. And the Irish are the least uncomfortable with a very uncomfortable story. You Yeah, know? I can see that. In fact, Ireland was the first place where I ever like told stories about apartheid in South Africa because I was talking to a comedian and like some audience members. We were at a comedy festival and one of the one of the comedians was was chatting to me and he's he's like, So tell me a little bit about your life, Trevor. Like what what have you done? Where have you been? And I was like, Oh, this is how I grew up and this is what I And he goes, By oh God, why why aren't you talking about any of that on stage? <laughs> I was like, Well, because it's depressing. It's, this is, I'm talking about apartheid and racism. And he's like, that's the most interesting thing you've talked about, Trevor. He's like, our audiences would love to hear about that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And then I, I went on stage the next day and I told some of those stories and the audiences loved it. And so I, I will always credit the, um, the 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 Irish for, you know, being the people who encouraged me to just explore the less obviously funny parts of life and the less comfortable parts of living because I, I think, you know, that's comedy encompasses all of it. Life encompasses all of it. This podcast encompasses <laughs> all of it. That's why we're here, people. That's why we're here. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, look at our guest today, Da Baby. Ooh, da baby. Yes. This is an interesting one. Christiana, this is how I know you are my friend, truly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that you you'll roll with me and and you, you you have both a judgment and a love and an understanding for me regardless of some of the decisions i make
2: yes i mean i trust it will be okay in the end just like i trust you'll do a good the baby interview even though i have some reservations well, here, but i trust I'll, I'll roll with you on it that's why well, okay
0: here. so so here's here's the thing some people listening to this podcast have no clue what a the baby is and if you're one of those people um, I actually hope you will listen because I, I think it's a it's a fascinating com- conversation that goes beyond his art, and and the music that he creates, and I think there will be parts of the conversation that'll be very tough, you know. The um, baby has not lived an easy life, nor has he grown up in an easy world, and I think he's been part of making it not easy at times. Um, and if you do know the baby. Some of you might love him and go like, "Oh, I love him and his music," and some of you might be like, oh, "I cannot, I cannot stand the baby. I, I, I hate everything he stands for." And I don't know. I, I, I've, i often find myself wrestling in life with the question of forgiveness, reconciliation, and the conversations that we have with people who have either wronged us or wronged, quote unquote, society. You know, and one of the things that interests me about baby is you have someone who has definitely I mean, he's he's definitely, you know, hurt people, but he he seems to want to make amends. And sometimes I feel like he doesn't necessarily have the, the, the tools or the or the aptitude, but he has a willingness. And I'm a sucker for willingness.
2: Yeah, I know that about you. You're definitely a sucker for some willing, even if they're not able. Yeah, but, but I-, I think he's, but I think he's, I don't know about the willing part and I'd love to learn more. I, I would say that before, you know, all of his contra- controversies, I, I was a big fan of the DaBaby. I, I still think he's so talented. Yeah. Just the music is brilliant. The music videos, just so artistic. So I came to his music as a fan. And then I think perhaps it was fame, perhaps it was environmental but you know a few things happen back to back and you're just like oh and then you know it kind of culminated in the incident at rolling loud festival yeah. where he was he was quite homophobic very publicly even though the crowd seemed to be enjoying it <laughs> which what was going on in that crowd but you know and since then he's kind of been a pariah but he's I think he's coming back into public life and um there are some people that feel he he hasn't been accountable enough
0: I'm intrigued by how people get to where they are and what informs not just the decisions they make, but the but the people they become. And and the one of those people because I loved what you said. You became a fan of his, and then discovered things. And I sometimes wonder how many times people are or aren't given grace because we don't know what we don't know about them. Yeah. And then when we do discover things about them, they're lucky enough that their past or their or their present doesn't sort of catch up to them, you know?
2: Yeah, and it wasn't just his kind of comments. He also has kind of this history of violence. And I do want to say that sometimes, and this is not to absolve him for any responsibility for the things he's done, but how much is that linked to how he grew up, right? That yeah. is that where the violence come from? I'm curious about that, but I do think we live in a world where violent men are able to get away with things Mm -hmm. with little to no consequence. But, you know, who knows what consequences he's faced both personally and professionally because of
0: it. The question I would have is how willing is he to grow? Does he want to grow? Does he need to grow? And then more interesting for me is what is everything that has affected him like like what are the ingredients that have come together to create the baby and and who this human being is that's what i'm really interested to get into with with the baby is you know who is who is the human being behind the actions all right yo let's uh let's jump in with the baby let's see let's see how this goes the baby Welcome to the podcast.
1: Pleasure to be here. Appreciate you having me.
0: I think for this conversation, what I really wanted to get into is understanding you as a human being mm-hmm. to understand a lot about you as the artist. Absolutely. You know, you, you've had an outsized influence on the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, someone who has 21 mi- million followers just on your Instagram. But, but what your music has done, mm-hmm. what, what you've embodied, I think, goes far beyond that. And so let's, let's, start, with, let's start with that. I'm always intrigued by how an artist chooses their name and what that name means to them. Absolutely. Why the baby?
1: Well, I'm the youngest of three boys. My mm-hmm. mom has three sons. I'm the youngest sibling out of the um, out of the three sons, and not only that. Like early on, early on, I um I had the name Baby Jesus okay like this is as a local artist you know what I'm saying but my mom didn't feel she didn't feel good about that man you know what I'm saying <laughs> a lot of people they like no absolutely not no no but I'm like you know my whole thing with it um was like my my purpose being you know to do for others uh-huh you know what I mean and not myself so that's my responsibility you know what I mean on this earth like
0: I would love to know what your family was like and and why that has been such a driving force in your life so you were born in Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. right? Mm-hmm. Raised in Charlotte, North Carolina. So, what you moved there when you were seven years old? Yep. Was there a reason you moved? Was it was good? Was it bad? Oh, it, it
1: was a great thing. I'm, I'm, I commend my mother. You know what I mean yeah. for changing our environment, or situation. Even though Charlotte itself is a, you know, is it, not a walk in the park. You right. know what I mean? Not at all. Like not even a little. Bit.
0: What was your mom like? Like, what, what? was she strict? Was she a disciplinarian? Absolutely. Was she a, yeah?
1: Absolutely. But also fun, loving, nurturing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, all about her sons. Like, all about her sons. Her... I remember her. Her email was my three sons, Linda. Like everything is my three sons, my handsome son. She's all about just uplifting so us. So she was us. proud of you from well, the beginning. Absolutely, especially right. me. Like I got the smile like her, the two dimples. Like I, <laughs> I, I resemble her the most. My brother, don't get mad at me to my brother. I, y'all got mad at me enough growing up. But like I'm my mother's twin. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. Sweetest woman on earth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I'll give you the, the the shoes off her feet. You know what I'm saying. If okay. you didn't have them, even if she didn't have another pair to put on.
0: How how did she punish
1: you? How, oh, she t-
0: like if you did something she wrong. Whooped what was it, she you whooped our ass. You know what I'm saying? Excuse,
1: excuse <laughs> no, my. Language. Oh no, she she whooped our ass. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Most definitely. Like we. What was, you know. what was the worst whipping your mom gave you? Oh man, um,
0: like probably. I I, rem, I remember mine. The two that I hated the most was. I had two types of whippings that my mom would give me. One was the chasing whipping. Mm-hmm. That one was one where I was I was trying to get away, and she would just she would just follow me. It was like a tornado coming after me. <laughs> and then the other one was, I, I, like I always I, I tell my mom till this day, I go, that was like a, it's like a war crime. She would send me outside to get a stick to from a tree. Pick a switch. Tr- Got a switch. You, you call it a switch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and she would send me outside to pick my own punishment. I always said I hated being an accomplice to her crime. <laughs> well, so you, everyone knows they worst, like what was the worst whipping that That was
1: one of you? the ones that yeah? Yeah, That was always, you know, that's like adding insult to injury, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, especially when you try to find the, the tiniest you little do. stick oh, and those come are the in worst, and it's though. like, oh no, go back. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like, go back. So definitely the ones with the switch and yeah. the, the, the extension cord, you know, with, with landline phones. Oh the, man. You can hear he the it. Extension
2: the extension cord?
1: When you can hear it. And one thing about my mom, like, one thing she always like she was very adamant on like not feeling sorry for yourself like no like my, when we used to get whoopings like we weren't allowed to cry is the whooping isn't over huh. until you until you stop crying you wow what I'm saying? yeah like that's it because it's like you know you you know you know right from wrong you know what i'm saying how so did how like, did you
0: you know i feel like everyone has a different experience of this as a child mm-hmm. did you know why you were being whipped and and and, Absolutely. and but but did you did you think that it was right or did you go this is the worst thing in the mo-, which which way did you go cuz i feel as there's always two types of kids
1: i knew right from wrong you know and it kind of it kind of you know tickles me sometimes because like with the way that i'm perceived you know what i mean uh by the public like i was the good child in my house like you know what i'm saying in my huh. in my household i was the i was an angel you know what i'm saying like i was an angel so you know I'll, I'll say that to say, you know, like, the, the environment that I come from, the yeah. household I was raised in, like, every day, it was like, it was war, you know what I mean? Like, growing up was a challenge for me, you know what I'm how, how, so. let, Let's
0: talk about those challenges. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, like you know, I grew up in South Africa. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: we had our challenges are very different and yet I find in many ways very similar Absolutely. to many experiences that black Americans had. Absolutely. You know, we all have our hood. Mm-hmm. We all have the dude at the corner. Mm-hmm. We all have the dice game. Right. We all have the shootings. We all have... Mm-hmm. It, it, it's strange how familiar and Absolutely. yet how different the worlds were. On different sides of the world. You, you grew up in this world where, you know, you have a mom who, by all accounts, is, is religious, is driven, Absolutely. is focused, is loving, is also a disciplinarian. Mm-hmm. She's keeping you in check. Mm-hmm. And... She Moves You to North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're growing up in North Carolina, I've read a little on your story. I've listened to some of the the, the interviews that you've had. Mm -hmm. It seems like you lived in a strangely hybrid world where on the one hand, you had a few opportunities, but on the other hand, you were in the streets. And I'd love to know... Mm -hmm how how did you end up in the streets what would like did you find the streets or did the streets find
1: you so a lot of those elements like that you list like you know you got the the hoods the dice games yeah, this, that, yeah. you got the alcoholics drug addicts all of that one thing with me and you know and i and i take my time speaking on this because i i never discredit the the superhero that my mother was yeah. and still is you get what i'm saying a lot of those elements like that you know most people have to go down the street to see or. Venture off or don't go over there, go to places their parents tell them don't go to yeah. see. They were in the household with me, you know what I'm saying? Like, we would we would be uh, watched by my uncles, like my uncles who are either uh, alcoholic, drug addicts. Right, you get what I'm saying? Right. this or that, like right. real deal drug addicts. Like, not you know, like, yeah, my grandmother's house directly across the street from the crack houses that's what they call them a crack house. Yeah, so, it's damn, it's you know, drug addicts. Prostitution, twenty four seven. Like they're up from, they're up four or five in the morning, they're up the entire night, out the entire day, roaming the streets. Like a lot of these elements, they were like right there. But at the time, like growing up, it just seemed completely normal to me. Yeah, you huh. know what I'm saying? Like that's it's something hard. Here. It's hard though. I mean, it's yeah. hard.
0: you know, it's, it's it's interesting. I grew up. In a very religious household, Absolutely. many of the views that I held growing up were mm-hmm. completely shaped by that religion. Sure. Over time, they've shifted and they've changed, mm-hmm. but that was the core of my foundation. Mm-hmm. I also grew up in a very African household, right. so those are some of the ideas that I I, I was I held and I, I I maintained. And and it's interesting that you've now brought that up because you know you you, you have your dad from afar, mm-hmm. giving you wisdom, you know, contributing to your life. Mm-hmm. But he is from afar, right. you know. You have your mom who's working. All, all day, all night, mm-hmm. to make your life just—you know—what it to needs to be, a just decent to keep meal, yeah, head, to keep right. a roof over your head, right? Mm-hmm. And and unfortunately, you're in an environment where you're surrounded by drugs, violence, alcohol. Absolutely. You know, you, you you can name it. I mean, people can imagine it, but when you're in it, it's a very different experience. It's,
1: it's extremely different.
0: There are there are two types of responses to this. There are people who. Will crumble because of this, mm-hmm. and there were people who who, who almost be, they'll become galvanized by it, and they will they will fight within it. I Absolutely. feel like you're the latter. I feel like you're the kind of person who saw opportunities and mm-hmm. saw ways to thrive within that world. Absolutely. What was the first moment where? This is long before you're the baby, you know. I mean, you're, you're baby Jesus, you're the, the little kid in the family, you mm-hmm. know. But
1: and even with that, that yeah. name didn't
0: come until oh, that, name, that, that didn't yeah. come till much later. So, you, yeah, much later. That wasn't a so childhood. So, at this point, name. you're still John childhood. Who? I was John John. You're just John John. John okay. John or so, hard
1: chocolate was right. another nickname. Hard chocolate, hard chocolate.
0: <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so you got John John or hard chocolate. Mm-hmm. What, was, what was the moment? where the streets took you what what was that life what what were you doing where were you going what you know th- there's there's a moment where it snaps i remember the first time i had a like um, what was my first encounter with the police first encounter with the police was my friends and i had we we had like a a, a replica gun that mm-hmm. we had with us mm-hmm. and we were stupid we would we were thinking maybe we'd be we, i don 't even know we were like maybe we'll be gangsters i don't know right, but that was like our first encounter with the police um i mean we you know we'd get arrested for throwing block parties that were illegal we would right. but you, you always remember your first what, what was your first encounter with the police what was it about what was happening in your life
1: i don't even know if the police were involved, but I remember i was in I was in fourth grade, third or fourth grade, but I bought a pocket knife to school, and I was showing it off to some girl.
0: You should, you know, I brought a pocket knife. Ex- <laughs> I got expelled
1: for bringing a knife to school. I'm so glad they expelled. Oh, I got expelled. They, they, they suspended yeah. me for a day. That is wild. <laughs> I showed it to a girl, and uh, and, and she told on I me. Mean, they suspended me for a day. Oh, I got expelled yeah. for that one. They didn't. The knife Damn. was already gone when she told him. Thank God she waited probably to the end of the day to tell him because I probably would have got expelled too. But um, and that would have that would have messed up my my uh my little school record yeah. because I was I was straight A's like all the way until like uh, high. C. I mean nothing nothing less than a B for sure. I didn't get a C till maybe high school. You know what? That is one of the paradoxes. So I don't know what it was like growing up where you grew up, mm-hmm. where we grew up.
0: I found there was, a, there was a conflict. There was a clash between the streets and school. Right. If you did well in school, guys would be like, you're goofy. Mm-hmm. Guys would say, mm-hmm. you're, you're a punk. Guys would, right. And so right. the, the, there was almost this element of you don't want to do well because right. you don't want to be perceived as somebody you know, mm-hmm. who somebody can step up on, somebody who can right. be you know, taken advantage of. It, 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 you are a strange mix in that because you, you were proud of your straight A's, yeah. but you're in the streets as well. Mm-hmm. Was, was there ever a moment where... Violence came into your world. Like, yeah, it was
1: there. It was. It existed. Oh, this is just a daily time. thing. It violence was in my world Was in my world as when I'm three or four. Like, I see like my like it's in it's in the household. Like I see my uncles fighting each other. My, Damn, my brothers. You know what I mean? Like with me, like every day. Like it was it was like that. Like you know, I was a. I was the baby boy. Like I was the one I they'd lock me in the closet, bang on the doors, oh, act wow. like it's yeah, act like Jason's here, the boogeyman's here, these types of things. Like it's yeah, like I was I used to piss in the bed because I was scared to get up to go to the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Like it was that right. type of thing. Right. We're all sharing a room, but violence is, yeah, it was it was very much there. Like while my mom's out working all these long hard hours, yeah. like my brother, he's but he's probably ten at the time. 20 30 uh older kids in the house, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like did you ever a see lot a dead, going did you ever on. see a dead body growing up? I've definitely been around yeah, shootings and and, yeah. and all that for sure. The first time death probably was around me um a certain situation had happened uh with one of my family members and and I just remember it like it was yesterday that we were like sat down and told when you go to school cuz we are little kids. Yeah. You don't speak about this to nobody. You wow. don't ever bring this up to anybody. That's the, I literally never have. You know what I'm saying? Like to this wow. day, you know what I mean. But I, that's the first time I remember, it and I had to be maybe like, um, oh, was I? I think I was in middle school. I don't think I was in elementary school. I think I was in middle school, but it was early in middle school. Yeah, had to be like sixth grade, seventh grade, mm-hmm. sixth grade, seventh grade. Do, do you, do you think own. you had a full comprehension of what that was? No, absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I knew exactly what that was. But just in terms of violence, like... Were you scared ever? I was scared all the time. Every day. But as a child, you know what I mean? Like, my mom's not at home. And so... And then, you know, like, elementary school kids, they get out of school first. Yeah. So I had a house key at, like, age six. Like, I let myself in, you know what I mean? Like, Uh I come home and let myself in. A six-year-old, you know what I'm saying? When I look at my daughter right now being six years old, I'm like, wow, like... You I can't believe I, mean? like I was going through six. that. Oh, for yeah. sure. And and like I say, it it didn't feel like I was going through it. It did. It very much did, but it didn't like this was just the norm. I don't know anything outside of this, you know what right. I'm saying? But I uh, I say that to say like, you know, when my brothers would come home shortly after, they come in, go right back outside. They leave me. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? They go right back outside. So I'm in the house like that's probably one of the reasons why I'm I'm just so self-sufficient. I had to be. You know what I mean? Like I had to be. Like I I had no choice, you know right? What I'm
0: many moment, many moments where you're raising yourself. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like because I'm feeding myself. I'm making yeah.
1: my own food. You know what I mean? All that. And one of my uncles, they have a story that, that they tell us where, because one of my uncles doesn't do drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Hardcore drugs. He drinks, doesn't do hardcore drugs. But where he tried to, um, where he tried to beat one of my other uncles with a baseball bat because he had me with them, in a crack house smoking crack. Like he had me with him. I was like one. Damn. 2 years old you get what i'm saying like these types of things like that's what i come from and it also helps me understand why i'm set up the way i'm set up as a person you know what i'm saying that, like, that's like, well that's fascinating that yeah. you that you have that level of of self awareness to understand
0: how much of you has been shaped by the mm-hmm. world that you were in? And that's
1: newly. Ga- this is this is all. These are all things that I'm. I'm beginning to notice, like within the oh, the past really? couple of years. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like how, yeah, like I notice most is, of this stuff when I come sit down with people because I've never been to therapy. Is, is therapy even? Is that allowed in hip hop? I, 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 I utilize question. my. Yeah, I mean, several people recommend yeah. it too. I, I believe you know it, it's. I believe it's something that would be, like, extremely healthy for me. That's why I, like, you know, I always lean towards, like, um, interviews, especially, like, early on, like, when I first popped in in the mainstream and when I sit down with somebody, you'll get a whole – you'll get so much more out of me than probably, like, the average person because it's, like – you know, I'd walk out of the interviews like, damn, like that's uh, those are stories I've been waiting to tell. I almost that's forgot about them, like it right? takes Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. You, you know, bur- to, you
0: bury them and then you wait for absolutely. somebody to ask you. It that's elicit- what I did with it my out of it. Yeah, that's
1: what I did. Right. I buried it. All those memories, like that's what I did. Like uh, so, I know how to like let bury let me, things. Yeah. You lem- know? Let me let me ask you this. As somebody who grew up in a household, and I'm
0: speaking about myself now, mm-hmm. I grew up in a household where, you know, there was a lot of domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up around. That's around plenty of that. I grew up plenty. Around, you know, uncles who were violently drunk. Um, you know, you you, you you just you just you see it. You go through you go through phases. You're afraid. Mm-hmm. You you're terrified. You freeze. You you know, everything you're speaking about, I can relate to. Mm-hmm. And there's also one emotion that you don't realize you're having because you don't have the power to have it and that is anger
1: right right Suppressed I, anger.
0: I, yeah, I, I can only imagine there was there was a lot of suppressed anger inside you for sure. because you are the baby. There's mm-hmm. a lot of the time you don't have
1: control. Yeah, you got you, sibling rivalry, exactly. too. That's a whole different category. Right. So you're dealing in with in just itself. brothers
0: on their own, but now oh, you're also dealing goodness. with uncles. You're dealing with the streets. You're dealing with a world that brothers is—
1: Brothers who are angry about this same right, world that, right, that I'm living in, but right. they're actually older, older than me and able to process it. It's, yeah. So it's hitting them. You know what I mean even harder than right. sitting. How
0: me. how did your how did your anger
1: manifest without itself? the support of a father? Uh-huh. That's the difference too. Like I'm the baby boy and yeah. I'm the one whose father is in his life at a distance. Okay. Okay, so your right. brothers didn't have that. No. Oh, and okay. And growing up okay. like you can see. Like you see the difference between me and my brothers, you know what I'm saying? Do you think that my was the oldest defining brother factor brother committed suicide in 2020? So when you say like I remember, you know, maybe like 5 minutes ago in the conversation when you say, you know, like some people they they crumble or it or yeah. you know these types of, of elements and in their environment and just them, their upbringing destroys them like you see the difference like between you know what i mean how mm-hmm. i dealt with it and, mm-hmm. and you know like what i was able to blessed enough to be able to turn it into as opposed to you know like it ultimately being like my brother's demise you know right what I'm saying?
0: do you do you think your dad was the defining factor absolutely you think that made the difference absolutely what do you think it was about your dad being in your life even from a distance mm-hmm. that made the difference
1: just always just putting something on my mind and just showing me something different like always like always and i don't you know i, I i'm i gonna keep having to like go back to saying like i can't discredit like the job that my mother did no, she no, did of course, amazing yeah. yeah you know what i mean because she also has to allow him to be able to do that like a right. mother has to make a way for that to happen You right. know what i'm saying like she has to she has to no, call your father right now. You huh. get what I'm saying? Like she... What, what yeah. was your... What was, tell me a little bit about... Because at times I'd stray away yeah. from it. Like I wouldn't ask Tell me a little bit about phone. your dad though. Like, like, what, like what, what was his life? He was in the army. Oh, he was in the military. Mm-hmm. Oh. He went to the army when I was born. Oh, this he was, is interesting. So he was in okay. in the army for like 10 years straight until he like injured his foot. You know yeah. what I mean? So he was at all those wars, Afghanistan... Iraq. I'd get the pictures of him. I used to love the pictures of him with the guns. And uh-huh. I'd show him off, have them on my wall in my room. I used to write him. That's why I'm such a good writer. I'd write him letters back and forth when he was in the army. He's really at war. I had to communicate with him through letters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he'd write me. I'd write him back. As a child, like he'd tell my mom, let him write me. I'd write him back. He'd like grade my papers like an English professor, mm-hmm. like like red line it. You know what I'm saying? Like have. Uh, you know, like uh, punctuation corrections, everything yeah, yeah. all throughout the paper, and he wouldn't even let me like use slang. And he's from that too. He's from Cleveland, Ohio. Right. So he's. But he you know want I mean? yes, to be more, when i with be, him. Yeah. You know, he'll 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 relax a little bit more with it, and you know what I mean. But while I'm over here, uh-huh. on my mom's side, because it's a whole different, you know, yeah, it's a completely different cloth over here. Yes, ma'am. Like yes, he, sir. Yeah, like he's like he's very adamant on just making sure, and and it made the world of a difference. You know what I'm saying.
0: This episode is brought to you by Dr. Squatch. It's time to upgrade your personal care routine. And Dr. Squatch has just the right stuff. With high-performing natural products and no harmful ingredients, they have what you need to look and smell your best. Like their coconut castaway bar soap, cool fresh aloe deodorant, or their fireside bourbon cologne. Plus, most scents are available across multiple products. So you can get a whole lineup of your favorite smell. And right now, they have an amazing offer for new customers. Get 20% off your first purchase of any amount or a subscription order by going to drsquatch.com/trevor or use the code trevor at checkout. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card is issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. your music career is is public your music mm-hmm. career is well known you know so I, I won't delve into that too much what i'd love to understand is behind the scenes right as the baby you start blowing up mm-hmm. your music starts growing you start building up a fan base you start making money you start you start experiencing success mm-hmm. what 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 confuses me is how violence still stays a part of your world absolutely you know it, 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 it this is something I've learned changes depending on where you're from and, and the hood that you're in is like mm-hmm. is how you respond to conflict. And how conflict is 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 expected to be
1: dealt with? Absolutely, you know. So that's the from, that's the the
0: right. So in South Africa, for instance, for yeah, sure. in South Africa, we have d- we have different hoods, you know. So we had like Alexandra was one township, and then Soweto is where my grandmother's from, and you have Tembisa, etc. And we'd we'd even know we'd go like, oh, cats from that hood, mm-hmm. they'll stab you for sure. Cats from this hood will break a bottle on your head. Cats right. from this hood will will shoot you. Like we'll even say like those guys shoot, right. those guys stab, know. those guys. But you almost know what type of violence is either expected or or probably going to happen to you in in those worlds it Mm -hmm. feels like the world you were in was a gun environment right
1: it It was all the above it was all of the above absolutely so 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 when
0: you when you're growing up do you do you do you think to yourself all right there is only one way I can defend myself do you know that there is an ultimate conclusion or or like how how does the baby exist in this world trying to be you mm-hmm. whilst acknowledging that you're still in Charlotte and you're still because you're successful okay, now you're an this artist this is the baby like yeah. this
1: is in, in early on like yeah, I was, not
0: as a child but as an adult okay
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I mean one night I I was getting ready to go to the club I didn't go everybody else went I'm like I'm tired I'm going sleep I hear the door gate uh, I hear I don't even know this until after the fact I hear people screaming. that's what I feel like woke me up when I, when I jumped up I hear People screaming, where is it? Get down, get down, where is that? Where is that? Shit like that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I immediately grab my gun, come out around the corner. I see like six people with masks and guns, you know what I'm saying? They're looking through the boxes. I had like different posters with different pictures. Like I had all my promo material out like in the front. Yeah um it's like a kind a, a condo type of apartment where it has stairs in it and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i mean you can come in the garage from the top but you don't know that if you come through the front door down here yep. that type of situation maybe three four bedrooms me and my brother were both staying there and um i come around the corner it's like maybe yeah like six people you know what i mean with masks on this is like you know two in the morning two three in the morning mm-hmm. maybe like six people with masks on and guns creeping around the corner some of them looking through the boxes with the posters the closest person when i turned the corner was as close as me and you are yeah yeah when i turned the corner welding a gun you know what i'm saying like creeping like having it down low i i'm the same way when i turn the corner uh boom shoot spin back around the corner because this is i'm completely outgunned like it's like i i immediately see you know as soon as i turn the corner it's Several bodies in here, all in all black, all got masks on, all of them got going I turn the corner, shots just run, boom, 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 boom. I go out through the top and open the garage to where, because of the side street, to where you can yeah. walk through the grass or the little sidewalk, get to the front door. If I come up through the top, and I come out of the garage. If I look to the left, it's literally like right there. I just mm-hmm. have to cut through some grass, and mm-hmm. it's right there. And I can hear them. You hit, and you hit somebody. You hit, and they jump in the car, pull off. You know what I mean? That's the the first shooting incident. But whatever, like in Charlotte, is normal. Whoa, 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 whoa! You see, you say, but whatever. And this is yeah. this is sort of this is,
0: this is sort of what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to understand, mm-hmm. and what I'm trying to get to is, I hear your, but whatever. But it, it's also not whatever. Do you do, 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 do you know what I mean? Like yeah. like I, what, what I mean by this is like a few things. One, you know, you hear the commotion. You hear what's going on. You grab your gun. What what, what I, what I wonder sometimes, whether you think about your life, because I try and think this about my life, and I think many of us don't, is mm-hmm. how abnormal some of our normal actually Absolutely. is. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. the fact that you think there's a possibility this is happening. You know, right. Right. the baby's not walking down the stairs going
1: like, hello, is anybody exactly. there? You know what I mean? You, you're going, I I yeah, you're immediately like going, when I, tell this I know story, what it I is. like God woke me up and... Put my hand on my gun. Well, like, there you go. Get out there, type. Right? You know what I'm saying? Right. That
0: that tells me the kind of world that you're living absolutely. in to think that that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that you 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 then go through the motions the way you do tells me that that this is a world where you believe that it's a possibility. Absolutely, day in and day out. Once, let's say, post that event, there's trauma. There's 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 fear. There's everything. Obviously, you have the the fight or flight. So, fight kicks yes. in first. Yes. But there's got to be a moment where you go I'm not safe or
1: there's got to be like what was oh, yeah, the bullets this the the return gunfire just missed me. You know what I'm saying? It just missed me. I feel like the the difference with me like I don't you know it in terms of uh how do I deal with violence uh-huh. as opposed to how people expect me to deal with uh-huh. violence? Like you know in my upbringing it's like your only option is to you know, defend yourself. Right. So you have this world where you genuinely believe,
0: and maybe validly so, that anytime anything can happen, anyone Absolutely. can step up to you. Anyone wants to test you. Anyone. This 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 is an environment that not you're...
1: even necessarily test like.
0: And so what I'm what I'm trying to understand and, and trying to get to in your world is 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 sort of an understanding of this because you see what you just said now is interesting. It is not a test. You're dealing with very real situations. Absolutely. Do you in this moment in time do you feel like you're a safe individual? Do you feel like, you're like be, you like you you feel like you're beyond it now?
1: Never. No. Like I can walk outside right now and anything can happen to anybody. But, but who any would any the moment. anything be and who would the anybody? And I mean this there, honestly. There's either. no way like I you know I'd have no way of knowing. Huh. You know what I mean? Like I got literally you, have no way of knowing. You think it's but but would it be the streets coming back or would it be what like what is it? What makes somebody do something wrong? Doesn't it? it Doesn't necessarily have to have anything to do with you. Hmm. You know what I mean. Somebody could be having a bad day, and you know, and and step and trip over your foot accidentally on the way in the store, and And because then they they turn around and kill you. It turns into you know what I mean, a fight or a life a life or death situation. You know what I'm saying. Let me ask you this though. Based upon what you see, is 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 a is a
0: beautiful segue to this question. Mm -hmm. You are a parent, and you're a proud parent. Absolutely you talk about being a father mm-hmm. you talk about what it means it's my to my favorite thing to be you know, yeah yeah mm-hmm. and there is there is a you know there is a valid argument that it is about the environment and it is the world that you're in mm-hmm. what is the world that you want to see that you're creating mm-hmm. for your child like what like what is what is that world a what world like how and how different or how do you make that world different? You know, because I'm assuming Absolutely. I'm assuming you don't want your daughter knowing that as a reality. I'm assuming you don't want your daughter thinking of that as a possibility. Not necessarily. You want her to be aware of it. I'm assuming. Absolutely,
1: and that's the word I was going right. to use. Like it's just being aware of the world that uh-huh. she exists in, which she already is. Like when you know, when when I got into the situation and a guy was shot and killed in Walmart by me, my daughter was right there. She's right there, one years old. How how did she She's, process that? She didn't she didn't her she probably doesn't even remember it. her older brother definitely uh-huh. probably remembers it you know what I'm saying he's she's one so he had to be what five at the time yeah he's her age he was a year younger than what she is now if she saw it now she would definitely remember it like right, it was just a, right mm-hmm how, but, how I mean, you, of what course, you, like, it's completely traumatizing, like, it's, yeah. you know what I mean? How do, you, like, how do you speak to your kids about that? You know, what what do you say I after that, that situation? For real? I don't. Now, now, immediately after, like, yeah, like, we I just pay very close attention to him. You know what I mean? I've, I've definitely had a conversation with their older brother. My daughter wasn't even really talking at the time. She was, right. but it's like, you but, know, but with, but, but
0: with your son, though, what's the conversation?
1: It's just more so just checking on him, seeing how he himself processed it, not telling him how to process it, you know okay, what I mean? Okay. Ain't like not telling him how to process it and you know, thank God he was one aisle over from me and he didn't actually see it. Right. So he hears boom, 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 boom and sees an entire you know, uh, Walmart store evacuate. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, fire alarms going off, the little siren going off. Like he sees it, you know what I mean. He sees mayhem. He hears the conversations immediately after when I come back over to check on them. Yeah, like he sees it all. You know what I mean. He hears. He's very aware. Like he hears people talk about it. Of course, like so. Then, so then, if, it. like what happened in Walmart? Like what? Yeah, that. I mean, that, that's what I attempted to do originally was de-escalate the situation with my words, but that isn't. You know what the what the opposing side of the situation that isn't what they wanted. They had different intentions, and in that you know that just goes back to like what I'm saying. Like you never know. Like I'm in Walmart buying diapers, and and you know, but you don't you don't know shit. this person, like, right? No, hell no. From a can of paint, I'm in Walmart just buying do, shopping. Do they know kids, you? Kids, baby shampoo, shit like that. Absolutely. Yeah, they know me from being the the rapper from our city. Like the rapper. Okay. That's in our city. Yeah. okay, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So that altercation starts off because this person is
1: curious as to what they see you know somebody that has something going on you know like from the environment i'm from the city i'm from like yeah. the person who has something going on it's like fuck him like he like i it's immediately i remember seeing like a biggie interview um where he's like yeah growing up like we see the person drive by with like the nice car yeah and the, yeah the jury and it's fuck that nigga i kill that nigga like yeah that's how it is like you know what I mean? Like people, you know, they they target you know success. A lot of people with not with nothing to gain. Uh-huh. Like I remember the media, like uh, when it happened, like reports were flying around saying that they attempted to rob me. They didn't. It, it was never a robbery. It wasn't. You know, I had nothing to rob me for. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like it was. It it wasn't a robbery attempt at all. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? It was a. It was a. I don't know. An ego thing. A, I don't know. You know what I'm saying, right? I don't know. But but if they wanted to test me, that's what that's what that's what it was. It was a test, like you know, people see, you know, a a person admired, you know, a certain way or perceived a certain way, and they want to test it. They want to know, okay, what makes this? And and what I think it is, you know what I mean, is this like, why why do they deserve what they're what they're working towards? I don't even have it yet. You know
0: what I mean? You know it's 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 not at the same level, but I found it exists in all professions. Mm Comedians, what we experience is people always try to test out funny. I know this is Absolutely. ridiculous, Absolutely. but people try and test out funny. They right. go, "Let me see if I can make him a fool." Let me see Absolutely. if I can make. So I'll go out. I'll be at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'll be. People will do the stupidest things. Sometimes right. it's the person serving. Sometimes it's the person who's at a restaurant. They go, "Let me act the fool in their life because I want to see if I can out." Fooled, and I go. But that's not what I do. That's not what I do. I've seen this happen to you know, like soccer players. (laughs) They, someone will see them in the street and go, "Oh, I have a ball." Let me go see if I can. Yeah, let see like. if I can throw it in front of the ground and see if I can. But what's interesting is hip hop is one of the few professions and worlds where it is tied to something that is a lot more real Absolutely. and a lot more and a lot more dangerous. So Absolutely. the test that you, I'm getting the test of a fool. I'm getting the test of a joker. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: getting the test of a gangster. Or you see, you get what I'm saying? Like that's a, that's a,
0: that's, a, that's a difficult thing about hip hop mm-hmm. that that I think a lot of people don't understand. And while I don't condone it. I don't like it, but I go, it's a very real thing. It's it is, very real. You know, it, it's very much... It's dangerous take, to not know how top. real it is. It's yeah. dangerous
1: to not know. You know what I mean? Yeah, there you go. It costs several rappers their life. Right. You know what I mean? Time and time again. So. Right. I'm going to ask you a question that, that may be
0: ignorant, but I know a lot of people will ask it mm-hmm. because they're not familiar with the world. A lot of people would say, but baby." Why don't you leave that world? Why don't I you did. go? Why don't you go live in another neighborhood <laughs> right. and just escape it all? There's mm-hmm. no shootings in Westchester, debate. Right. There's no shootings in my part of Connecticut. Why don't you escape that world? What, what would you? How would you respond to that question?
1: I hadn't made it out of the city yet. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, well, you, well, know there what I'm you go. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, no well you took go. Place like I hadn't made it out of the city, but you know, to to put it into perspective, like I've been, you know, in in the middle of, of shooting incidents. On Collins Avenue in Miami Beach. I hear you. You see what I'm saying? Like, you. that yeah. is where you want to move to. Like, uh-huh. it, and that's uh-huh. what I'm saying. Like, it's like you never. You never know, you know, when right. violence is right there in front of you. Like, yeah. you just simply don't know. It's all about the type of day somebody's having or the way. To, it's more so about how you move throughout these different environments. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. It's about knowing how to move no matter, you know, where right. you're at, you know. But when you have the the magnifying glass on you that, that artists or entertainers have, especially yeah. rappers, right, hip-hop right. artists, you know, it just it comes with the world of, of people who who feel like that is for this type of person, what makes them deserve that, and mm-hmm. and they immediately, you know, they feel entitled to what you have going on, or entitled to, they feel entitled to the idea of you having to go through everything they're going through in order to exist in that space, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, So yeah. it's like, you know, and that's where you get situations where, like, people are, are willing to come, you know, approach a, a guy with his two kids and their mother in a grocery store, in, in Walmart, right. you know what I mean? With with no intent, like, you know, it, it'd make more sense to me if they thought I had a large amount of money on me mm-hmm, or some jewelry mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. were attempting to rob me. This, this guy just died for nothing. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. his friend, and that's what I'm saying, it's about knowing how to move. And a lot of times it's about the people that you got with you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that guy died for his friend that night. Because his friend approached me, you know what I'm saying. His friend was the was the catalyst of the situation. Was well, were, the you, were you were you
0: sad that he lost his life? Knowing because it feels like you have a was, certain level of understanding sad. for his world. It, it
1: was sad, but yeah, it was it was definitely sad. Was I sad? I. I can't sit here and honestly say I was sad. Uh I just, I was, I became more aware of, you know, I was reminded once again. It was more like, you know, reassurance that, hey, you never know what's going to happen. And you have to, you know, be prepared.
0: You know what I mean? Had
1: I not been prepared, had I not been, you know, uh, legally possessing a firearm, you mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, had I not been prepared, like, I would have had a gun pulled out on me my one-year-old daughter mm-hmm. her four-year-old brother mm-hmm. their mother and then i would have just been at the mercy of however they're feeling or whatever they decide to do right and these are people who clearly don't don't walk around making good decisions you get mm-hmm. what i'm saying but that's what i would have been left with you know and I, but ultimately you know most importantly i would have been left with the responsibility to protect my family in that situation
0: this episode is brought to you by prime with its wide range of services Amazon Prime doesn't just help you get closer to your passions, they help you discover new ones as well. For instance, I didn't know that I would have a deep passion for anti-superhero stories. Yeah, animated and live action, I am now a major fan of stopping superheroes every way that I can. It's also been a great way to discover all the fun things I didn't actually know I needed for my house. Yeah, a way to hang your phone around your neck to help you see a point of view that you couldn't see before. That's thanks to Amazon Prime. Whatever you're into or getting into, you can find it on Prime. Visit amazon.com prime to get more out of whatever you're into. This episode is brought to you by CVS Health. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash Healthier Happens Together. CVS Pharmacy. Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. It's what you said about moving between worlds. Mm-hmm. You said you move from one world to another. Mm-hmm not realizing that you don't understand the other world right. and there's a level of ignorance that you move into it with the baby blows up in hip hop mm-hmm. becomes an icon becomes somebody who's setting trends mm-hmm. you know you're not you're not just a music maker you're a trend creator mm-hmm. you then accelerate that growth into a world where you are now on mainstream media the SNLs you know the Rolling Stones you're on covers you the Grammys are Grammys with you the Grammys with me you know right? what I mean you you're in this world
1: six nominations
0: uh, like. doing your thing right and all of that comes to a halt or a lot of it because not all of it really mm-hmm. a lot of it comes to a halt when one day you're on stage and in the middle of a performance you start saying things to the crowd mm-hmm. you know about. AIDS and gay people and 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 I mean you just as as I would say it with friends if I was talking colloquially I'd be like just shooting off at the mouth just you know you just going and that sets into effect a series of dominoes. Oh, immediately.
1: You didn't show up today with HIV AIDS any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die two three weeks put a cell phone like that. Fellas. Lights up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone say. Let's be hell. real about this shit. Yeah, keep it fucking real.
0: So let's, let's, let's break this down in, in steps and in stages. You know, because when things are happening to us, they often happen so fast that we cannot process what is happening. Mm-hmm. And I think from the public's point of view, oftentimes people consume something, and then there's another story, and then you move on, and there's no real processing of anything. Right. So let's start with the, the actual inc- incident. You're on stage, mm-hmm. you know, you go into this moment with the audience where you're saying these things. Mm-hmm. What was your intention in that moment?
1: Just to have everybody do exactly what they did, just to put their cell phone lights up and you know create a a, a transitional moment in yeah. you know in my set in my performance. But why that you, was it? Why do you think you said what you said? Where, where do you think it came from? I mean, it. it what I said was. I mean, it was. I, I said it so naturally and without any ill intent. But at the same time, like you know on hindsight definitely and it didn't even have to be that far behind for it to be on hindsight like yeah. i learned immediately like you know i'm speaking i'm speaking the way i'm speaking ignorant to the way that it'll be perceived with me being the person who i've grown and worked to be hmm. you know what i'm saying like it, it because you know it's not like i say it's com- is completely unintentional like and not once did i even mention you know a gay person like i didn't even say anything about a gay person I'd mention if you don't have AIDS fellas I said if you didn't uh, perform oral sex on somebody in the parking lot right. put a cell phone light up all of these are just things to you know to, to somewhat get you not somewhat to very much so get you to just put a cell phone light up And which literally everybody did like I don't you know so this everybody you see now
0: is. this is this is what I'm this is what I'm trying to get everybody there that's what exactly so this the, is what I'm, and this that's what I'm the trying to get. but I'm, yes, I'm exactly. just in a
1: space to where like I'm not right. like making excuses for it no you know no no and like and, I just feel like I just should have been so much more aware of the fact first of all that it's being live streamed and right just, right and you know that this can this can potentially be used as is you know. Used as a vessel to just to just paint my character uh, or assassinate my character or just paint it a certain way, you know what I mean? And that's uh-huh. just it wasn't what it was. But in in terms of like how I responded to, it, and I think that was the most, I think that was more detrimental than what I said itself. Yeah, the way I responded to the backlash that yeah. I got, you know what I mean? The early backlash, right. the first wave right. of it, like. I kind of, like, took it as a joke. Like, this gotta be a joke, you know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Like, I'm like, this can't be, like, y'all don't think, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is just another attempt to, you know what I mean, for the media to, you know, to knock me off of this pedal stool that uh-huh. they feel like I'm on me. Right. This felt minuscule to me. Like, this didn't feel like something that needed to be, you know, responded to from a, a place of, of me being worried. Like, I felt like, I felt like, the second I say no that's not what I meant like that should have been understood and boom or if you were there you get what I'm saying like I feel like well let's
0: let's let's take a step back then maybe and and, and go through each thing okay if you have grown up in Mm hip-hop I will be honest I'll be a person who says this and maybe this will now bounce back on me but I'll be honest no no no, but I'll say this in hip-hop there's a lot of language that is used. There are a lot of ideas that are used. That absolutely is like it's like surface level, and we have to admit is also homophobic. There's a lot of homophobia and racism, and, and I'm not trying to make you solve all of that. I want to talk right, to the sir. baby, not for everybody about everything, mm-hmm. right? Because I think you're one individual who is part of something, mm-hmm. but you you can't deny, you know, whether it's you know black community in Africa in in, in um, North America. Um, And I mean, even the white community, I mean, you know, it's oftentimes black people get singled out, Mm -hmm. but I feel like homophobia is something that has been rampant throughout time and then slowly has been evolving over the past maybe two decades, really, in in, in our lifetimes. You look Mm -hmm. at from the 80s to now, there's been a huge jump and it's still not complete. Absolutely. But in, in that moment, it feels like to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like to me, you're on stage, you're saying something that feels reflexively funny. And just like engaging with the audience that they, because as you said, they engage with you, right? Absolutely. Okay, they engage with you in this moment. Mm-hmm. You're having a good time. It does go outside of that bubble, mm-hmm. right? And as you said, now you're aware of the context outside of that. Mm-hmm. People then say to you, "The baby, you're homophobic. The baby, you hate gay people. Why would you parrot these ideas?" You yeah, know, it was right? that People, part people they, speak they, out. People speak right. out. I understand you were. Offended. I understand that you were hurt. Nobody wants to be labeled as something that they don't see themselves as. Mm-hmm. But was there also a part of you that understood why people were saying that?
1: At the time, at the time, no. Okay. Like I literally, I was, I was, you know, I literally did not understand. I made it clear that I yeah. didn't understand. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, because it's, you know, and. My, my videographer that works very close to me, right? He was going through just hard drives. I've been recording my entire journey since I've got serious about right, it. Right. And he's like, bro, I'm watching it. And you said the same thing before at a show. Like I, I said it before at a show, right? right. When I'm on tour, but I'm uh-huh. not the top streaming artist in the world. I'm not yeah. the top streaming yeah. rapper in the right. world at the time. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it. I, I think that's the difference. Like I got so many, I got a completely new world of people who, look up to me you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah. who support no, you. me you know what I mean who who buy my music you know what I mean who you know they like they they literally look up so I'm probably what they put I probably my music has probably helped them get through certain situations you right. know what I'm saying right. what have you you know what I mean and uh and I'm unaware of that you know what I'm saying I'm aware of it but I'm unaware of the way that you know certain things that I would normally say that wouldn't even you know not even normally say like that's you
0: know. No, no, no. But I think, I think. Look, and something I, that I would say and look yeah, at is it, like, but, okay, I, no, but that's I mean, this. and I think, I, don't I think we like have to be. Offended. I think we have to be honest about that's Absolutely. why. That's why I think we won't get far. And not just the two of us, but I think in society, the reason I don't think we get far with a lot of these conversations is because we're not honest enough right. about so. To say that the baby is an outlier, I think is a dishonesty. Right. But to say that what the baby did is good is not. It's like it. For me, it becomes a symptom. It goes like, oh shit, that thing now got exposed to the world. Right. Now it's like, okay, all right. The right. baby showed a little bit of his world to the outside world, right. a bigger world than he normally does, mm-hmm. and now he's dealing with those ramifications. It sounds to me like you are stepping into a world where you're understanding this. Yeah, for sure. Right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Now, for sure. But for
0: now sure. here's the thing I want to know from you on a personal level. Mm-hmm. And and maybe it's too personal and if it is, forgive me. But like do you think that your experiences since then have helped you understand do you feel like you're becoming more tolerant do you be, or do you think you've been more defensive like this is just you as a human being i'd love to know how you've mm-hmm. responded to the criticism or how you felt like as the baby what do you want to be more of now that you're on the other side of that you know
1: what do I want to be more so which so cuz cuz you Cause, cause you're saying you didn't think cuz you saying like, you didn't so. think it was homophobic at the time when you said yeah, 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 this yeah, right sure, right sure. and but, and you said then mm-hmm.
0: but you said now you 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 yeah you, and it
1: didn't even take all the way up until now like even you know over a year ago I'm like I get it you know what I'm saying like okay, I, okay when i see you know like like when i see you know like how detrimental it was to my career and and my journey and everything that i worked that hard for like it, just when i see the the amount of manpower being put behind you know what I'm saying, like just shining the light they, on this narrative. I see, right. like, wait, no, that was in what I say is impactful. Like, but what I'm what I'm saying what is,
0: man? do you see the impact that it has on members of the gay community who may, yeah, many of absolutely. them are fans of yours? Like, like do you,
1: do you I, also see that? Absolutely, like I see it. You know what I'm saying? I see it, and and you know, um, all together, like. I'm ignorant to the to the fact at the time, you know what I'm saying. Okay. Like I'm ignorant to the fact. First of all, it's you know I, what I didn't intend to offend anybody. That's right. the first step. And then, you know, once I did, okay, understand. Okay, I, wait, I offended people. I'm ignorant to like you know how i offended them i know you're offended you know what i'm saying like immediately after you get what i'm saying and i know i didn't mean that but like how much i offended them or like how impactful like you know the something that i say is you Mm -hmm. know what i mean at this level that i that i've worked and that's the thing i didn't wake up and they're like okay look you're a role model you're the you're the you're the face of hip-hop right Mm -hmm. now like i was Mm -hmm. literally damn near the face of hip-hop you know what i'm saying but you know like I wasn't aware of how impactful, like, my words can be. Because I say, and, and, you know, and this is not an excuse. This isn't, a, a, this isn't me deflecting or anything. But, like, that, that on that stage, I also said something about uh, probably a shooting or this or that. Mm-hmm. But that mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, like, that's not perceived that way. You right. get what I'm saying? So right. it's kind of like... Uh, that's just me offering like an example of how you, somebody so, so, can get so, why I didn't no, immediately right, get so, how. So actually, let's let's go into that because that that is
0: interesting. Do you feel like? People take the shooting, let's say if you talk about shootings or if you talk about, you know, anything like violence or anything like that, do you think people take that with a grain of salt, but then they take the homophobia as being truth? Like they go like, oh, yes. And I won't even put homophobia on you. Like they'll go like, oh, those statements, they go like, that's your truth. But then the other stuff is you just
1: messing around. Is that what you say you feel? Absolutely. That's what I know. I mean, that's, you know, I'm a walking example of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, it's okay for me to say these types of things, but this is like, hell no. Like, I wouldn't dare even say anything remotely close to it now. Like, in private or public, like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, my entire world was shifted by that. You know what I mean?
0: The public knows oftentimes how it wants to flog somebody. The Mm -hmm. public knows how it wants to punish somebody. Right. I find the public doesn't often know how it wants to reconcile with somebody. Right. I would like to know from your perspective, A, do you feel like, people engaged with you on a level and this is like everybody from inside the industry from outside do you feel like people engaged with you on a level human to human where they helped you understand and then b do you feel like there was ever a path to redemption for you to like change and grow or do you feel like it was the baby you're cut off this is who you are and you're done
1: the 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 latter of the two For sure the, like, the, I feel like it was more so like a, No you're done You know what I'm saying Type of thing Now the difference is Like You know you got one or two decisions To make to let You know what I mean A mistake define you Or to mm-hmm. You know Put in the work necessary To you know Change the narrative Bits and, and, bits and pieces at a time You right. know what I'm saying Like it is what it is It's you know I don't I don't feel entitled to And this This goes back to Earlier in our conversation It's a beautiful thing I was always taught to not never look for sympathy, never look to make somebody feel sorry for you. Yeah. Like, so that just goes to like my reaction to it it taking, you know, the turn that it did, you know, the turn for the worst that it did like I have had it instilled in me that you know, you don't make people feel sorry for yeah. you, you know what yeah. I mean no matter what you go through no, I, no, that I, hear, can, I hear you there. that can yeah. that can, you know, almost like heighten, you know, the, uh, People can look at that as ignorance or, or uh, arrogance as opposed to me just being, uh, uh, you know, the the person that I was raised to be. You right. Know what I'm saying right. that I have to I have to go through experiences like that to understand. OK, look, sometimes you, you might need to do that immediately. Uh-huh. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I know that now. Uh-huh. Yeah. I learned something new. In you a know way, what like saying, you, that t- day.
0: you took the whipping, essentially. Oh, yeah, you for sure. Like
1: I'm going to right. like when I when I used to get whoopings, I couldn't cry. It doesn't right. stop until you it's, right. stop crying. You you keep crying, boom, boom, but stop crying. Like, right. So this is what, you know, like when, when I get a whoop, like I got to take my lick and I carry on. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, that's what I do. In in that situation, that was looked at as a, he doesn't care. He's that much worse of a person, like that yeah. type of thing. You get what I'm saying? When it's really like, you know, I care enough to keep going. Like, uh, that's what somebody has to understand. Like, that's, you know, it's very few that care the way I care. Well, that's, 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 well that's, like what that, I, that's what that I was, ends people like they'll never be sitting across right. the table from and that's you. Exactly. And that's that's, that's that's actually saying?
0: you see. It's funny you said that because that's exactly what I said um, to the team As I said, what intrigues me about the baby is this. He has every opportunity to stay immersed in a world that will fully accept everything that he has done. Absolutely. And yet he keeps on insisting on trying to both explain. Reconcile mm-hmm. and deal with what has happened, and that and that that intrigues me, and so now you've explained that to me as a person Be- before before I let you go, though, um, I'd love to know where you go from here, what now? you know you you know summer came around. Mm-hmm. You, you had a song on the on the Billboard Hot mm-hmm. 100. You know, you're still making good music. You're mm-hmm. still a fantastic artist. Thank you so much. You know, I hope for you as a human being, genuinely, that you'll continue to grow. I do think you should look into therapy. No, for from sure. From one brother to another, no, for it, sure. I for promise sure. you'll change. And for it's your kids, it's something I've
1: been on. I've, I've so been, can you know, I? I'll, I'll, I'll,
0: I'll share this with you real quick before mm-hmm. before I ask you about the future. Is um, so my my mother was shot by my stepfather. Right? She survived, thank God. But. One of the biggest things I regretted, and I always talk to my mom about this, is the fact that myself and my two younger brothers never went to therapy to deal with it. Right. My youngest brother was, I don't know, maybe f- six years old when it happened. Mm-hmm. Mistakenly, my mom thought he doesn't fully process and understand it. How old were you? Uh, I was 20. I was in my 20s. Okay. I was in my mm-hmm. 20s. Um, maybe even th- touching 30, yeah, but 20s, I think, late 20s. And then the, the middle brother, the one who drove my mom to the hospital, he was, he was a teenager at the time. And one of, honestly, one of my greatest regrets is that we didn't know at the time how powerful and, and impactful therapy could be in helping us not just deal with but unearth some of the traumas that we hadn't dealt with. For sure. You know, some of the angers, some of the fears, some of mm-hmm. the, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it don't get me wrong, it's a scary thing, it's a crazy thing, and also therapy has a stigma attached to it, mm-hmm. you know, but I personally as a human being, I would encourage it for you and, and especially your kids, because you seem like the kind of dad who wants them to have ten times oh, what you sure. had, you for know, sure. you, want, you want her to have all the A's. Yes. I honestly believe that, and so I'd love to know where you go from here, what now for the baby
1: so professional with me uh the next step would definitely be venturing into film into film and television for sure. that's something I've been passionate about um from the get go really from the beginning, maybe yeah. even before the music, you know what i'm saying and and you know what i what I bring it's like the same thing that gives me somewhat of i won't even say the upper hand but a different perspective or an interesting perspective that can't be found anywhere else is my Mm -hmm. life experiences that Mm -hmm. i've that i've been able to you know what i mean navigate through and uh these are like a lot of the things that i implement in like my music videos from day one you know all the way until now to where i have other artists and major labels reaching out to me to direct videos for
2: yeah
1: you know what i mean artists that are signed to major labels and, and things of that nature you know i got people who will who have like, you know, the the top rated, you know, television shows and, you know, uh filmmakers like there, they can't wait for me to, you know, give them, you know, what I got going on inside of this brain right, of mine right. you know. So that's what I'm on and not only that, like just solidifying a, a a safe space for my kids to, you know, somewhat because they're I mean, my kids have pretty much been born into this, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just they've been around it. Like my daughter my daughter can direct, uh, like, a, she, you let her make a TikTok, like, the, her perspective <laughs> is just, like, she's amazing, Friends. you know what I mean? She's musically inclined, like, you know, like, it's it's just amazing, like, she's an amazing, amazing little girl, Um, but it's just, you know, making sure that, that while I'm here, which I've been doing from day one, but, you know, literally, like, solidifying, like, you know, a position for her to do, because she's grown old enough. You know, for me to begin to see the things that she loves early on mm-hmm. and that she, you know, I got something very, very special coming up with me and my daughter um, that I just know. I don't even care how the world feels about it, like because she's in love with the idea and I'm in love with it and, mm-hmm. you know, we get to do, you know, we get to do something, you know, at a high level. You know, together. Right. So that's gonna be beautiful. Like I'm, I'm so excited about that. So excited right. about that. Therapy. You know what I mean? That's definitely something. Conversation like this is therapeutic. When I sit across from people like you, you know, I already know. Okay, boom. That's gonna be a therapy session ahead. Like, <laughs> like I love it. You know what I mean? Like I just love people who have compelling conversation who just yeah. come from a place. Especially you. Like the, the more I talk to you and just knowing like your, you know, your real life experiences and you know things that you've been through, you can understand my. Pers- perspective and you know my setup as a person and my character from a place that you know a lot of people just simply can't yeah like I yeah. always felt like that's my purpose like I feel like the way my career has played out thus far is that's exactly how it was supposed to happen like right. because even at the time like you know, with with this and, and me as a person like that, that's very big, the therapy and just finding an outlet for all of the feelings and, and emotions and experiences I've suppressed this entire time. Yeah. Because even during the fact like, OK, yeah, I'm the top streaming artist in the world. I'm, um, you know, one of the one of the like go to live performers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely like top of the top of the, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm, food chain. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I also yeah, my my brother just killed himself in front of his daughter you know what I mean just months before then you know what I'm saying left four kids right you know what I'm saying so it's like I'm I'm and I'm the head of the family like Mm -hmm. I'm responsible for so many people you know what I mean emotionally financially you know what I mean like I'm I'm just responsible for so much and so many people and this is me but this is also still me being a person who grew up you know, and and having to suppress emotions, feelings, these types of things and having it instilled in me to never let anyone feel sorry for you. Yeah. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Nah, like, I hear you that never let anyone feel sorry for you. So that was like the main thing and you know and and I saw, you know, my brother like looking for sorrow like and on on a live stream just, you know, seconds before ending the live stream and killing himself. You God know what I'm damn. saying? So it's like, you know, this these are, this is my world as I'm going on that stage at Rolling Loud. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I still went on the stage, gave a hell of a performance right up until, you know, that life-changing moment, that pivotal moment, career-changing moment, life-changing mm-hmm. as well. You know what I'm saying? But this is, like, you know, I understand even with that, like, my reaction to that. Because, okay, now it's, like, they're telling, like, it's, like, they're making me take the lid off of that jar that I've just suppressed all these things in, right. you know what I mean? If right. I'm, I'm going to tap into that space and I just feel like, you know, the world just got just got like, you know, the 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 bad end of a, of a ticking time bomb. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I was. Like I right. was just a ticking time bomb the entire time. So I feel like the way that situation played out, man, it was it was it was healthy, it was so needed because I'm such a hot commodity like, and I'm such a hustler, workaholic, that I'm just, I'm using my hustle to just, you know, to help me suppress, I'm just staying busy to help me suppress all of these feelings you know what I'm saying and not dealing with what's happening underneath absolutely and what's happening underneath is very real this is you know this is is, this is as real as it gets that's my worst nightmare like it's never been about me it's my people you know what I'm saying like I've lived through my worst nightmare while being the the at the time hottest artist in the world top streaming rapper in the world right, right. not just you know what i'm saying like no, man, you know so, so it's, it's yeah. you know my plate was full but i'm not one to complain i'm going to grab my fork my knife and my spoon i'm going to eat you know what, right. what i'm saying like that's what it is especially when eating makes you forget about you know what i'm saying yeah, no, I you hate, know the, but, the but pain as, of, yeah. of the stomach ache. but, ahead uh, but of time.
0: as I, as i say man from from one human being to another mm-hmm. from one brother to another i i hope you take a moment to Acknowledge the stress, the pressure, the environment, everything that it comes with. And know that, honestly, maybe... And I hope you don't make me regret this. I'll be honest with you. From right. me to you. Mm-hmm. Don't make me regret this moment, dear baby. Got you. I'm rooting for you. No, for sure. I, I hope the that. best for you. I'm not sure. I hope you'll, be- I hope you'll become an icon. I hope you'll become somebody who makes the world a better place. I will. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for you. Don't make me look bad. I got you. people are gonna play this interview and be like I got he you. vouched for him. For sure. You know, I, got I think you. you're beyond everything. Mm-hmm. I think you are truly someone who can rise to the greatest heights. We've seen your work, we've seen what you're passionate about. Appreciate that. You're an amazing parent. Keep doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Avoid the guns. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, for sure. I, you I know, that's. No. I mean, that's I just hate me. I hate guns. That's just me. The kids, that's just me.
1: I hate guns. Yeah,
0: but I appreciate you, my dude. Thank no, you for I the appreciate time. Appreciate you having me,
1: man. Thank, Thank you so much. much. You know what I mean? Thank you.
0: What Now with Trevor Noah is produced by Spotify Studios in partnership with Day Zero Productions, Fullwell 73, and Odyssey's Pineapple Street Studios. The show is executive produced by Trevor Noah, Ben Winston, Jenna weiss Sperman and Barry Finkel. Produced by Emmanuel Hepsis and Marina Henke. Music, mixing, and mastering by Hannes Brown. Thank you so much for taking the time and tuning in. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I hope we left you with something. Hopefully we'll see you again next week, same time time, which is whenever you listen. Same place, which is wherever you listened. Next Thursday, all new episode. What now?